0: I thought I'd wear this Marian Vestment today because we're honoring mothers, so in line with that. I didn't know if it was, some people think it's a little gaudy, you know, a little goldish, and someone told me after Mass, tacky. But I forgave them because I'm in the business of forgiving since. I got this at the Church of Visitation. I was leading a pilgrimage there probably eight years ago, and I said, they they had this vestment there, and I said, I like that. Four weeks later in the mail, I got a vestment. So, you guys are good. You like it? Good, good. I like you too, so. <laughs> I'm just really moved today, I just feel, mom, she's pouring down, continues to pour down that love from heaven, a million times over. Just caring, wanting the best for us, like any good mom, So we celebrate Mother's Day. So that's kind of where I'm at in my heart today, and I see it in you. I know so many of you and how you love your children or have been loved by your mom and your children's children. So uh, I wanna brag a little bit on my mom, is that okay? (laughs) I'm already doing. Graduated from Georgetown University in nursing, top of her class. She went to Mass every day. Eucharist. It's not a cookie, it's not a symbol, it's not a cracker. Jesus says, take and eat, take and drink. If you don't, you don't have your life within me. Eucharist. I pray, that's my special intention, that you will come to love and fight for the Eucharist and go over mountains and scale seas to get to the Eucharist. What else is there? My mom listened to the Eucharist in her life so much and what it stood for. And then she tried to align herself to what the Eucharist stood for and she made changes in her life according to what the Eucharist is. For you, for me, what changes have you made because of the Eucharistic life coming in to our broken lives? Because God has so much for us and wants that. I wanna, focus on three words i was going to say f words but i don't want to say f words but they start with letter f in my mother's life first one's faith what else is there i've celebrated over a thousand funerals and it's rare that i get together with a family and they say it was his faith it was her faith and it just saddens my heart funerals not about us it's about jesus and his resurrection and life lifting us up in the eucharist but my mother's faith, so I'm the youngest you know, of eight, and I've told you this before, I was more than enough to get my mother to heaven, because I had a lot of energy, quote, unquote, got in trouble, quote, unquote. I'd probably shoot her through heaven, you know, because of all my energy, but she had seven others, plus her husband, and that was more than enough. But it was her faith, and it's like, Lorraine, Lorraine, how do you do it? She said, prayer works. Went to daily mass at Georgetown University, and most of her married life, raising us eight kids. I know things are a little bit different today, but there was no question in my mind where we were getting our life from. And that was the Eucharist. The world will chew us up and spit us out. We do not want to subject our children or our children's children to that, because it's true, there is a battle on. So that's what my mom would say, prayer works. When she graduated from Georgetown University, she served in the Army, my dad was in the Navy, he graduated from dental school in Oregon, they met. And when I ask most people how they meet, you know, when I'm repairing, and I've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of weddings, how'd you meet? Most of the time, what's the answer? In a bar. Yeah, in a bar. They met in a bar. In the officer's club at Fort Lewis in Washington. That's where they met. Dad was about ready to propose to another girl. Dad was 25, this girl was 24, and it was time to get married and and move on. Met mom, said, oh, she'd be a better wife, she'd be a better mother. So change up, midstream. So he proposed to mom, three weeks after he met her. As you can tell, my dad is very (laughs) risk-oriented. He likes taking risks. My mom is very risk-averse. It could take her three days to decide what kind of dress to get, right? So what did mom do? She prayed. She said, I'll get back to you. Took a 54-day novena, came back and said yes. Now, I don't recommend this for everybody, okay? (laughs) About two months into their three-month courtship, because they were married three months later, dad looked at mom and said, well, do you love me? She goes, how can I love you? I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> so they got married after three months, and there were four days short of 62 years in their marriage when Daddy died. Faith. Faith. Second word, friend. Jesus said, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now, that doesn't mean about the person that you're in a relationship with, that means you. That's how you're gonna orient yourself towards everybody else. Because it's conceivable that we lay down our life for a friend. Hey, they've been good to us, we're gonna be good to them. But what about an enemy? So what's that saying is, I'm gonna consider everybody a friend and that's never gonna change. I'm gonna offer the heart of Jesus and his friendship just as he offers his heart to me and all my ugliness and wanderings and sin and brokenness. That's gonna be my orientation. And that's my mom, your friend. And that's not gonna stop. So my first couple years of priesthood at St. John the Baptist in Milwaukee, Oregon, we started a youth mass and it was awesome. We had hundreds of kids coming. We have 800 people every Sunday night and it was just slamming, I mean, and there was just power. So mom was up for that one night and then we drove home together, I took her home. I was gonna stay overnight with her. We lived about an hour away and we taken off from home. I said, hey mom, you wanna pray a rosary? She said, sure. And so I go, you have any intentions? You want to pray for her? Oh, yeah. We got to pray for Billy and his wife. And we got to pray for Susan. And we got to pray for Jeff. And we got to pray for Larry. And we got to pray for this situation and that family. I mean, seriously, it went on for 15 minutes. And that mom, at that point, I go, can we pray the rosary now? <laughs> I want to get it done before we get home. <laughs> she was all about the other person. And tell me about your life. Tell me about your family tell me about this, tell me about that. And that's the way she always was. She had eight of her own, and yet she was friend to everyone. So faith, friend. And the big one, forgiveness. So we come into to faith with God. We're called to be friends, and how we do that is through forgiveness. What does the Eucharist stand for? These things. What do you stand for? What do I stand for? How has the stand of the Eucharist changed our stand and stance in life? So, in my family, you're not gonna believe this, but it's not perfect. (laughs) Far from perfect. So, third oldest brother married a woman, and they got together and they turned against the family about 35, 40 years ago, because, they said how poorly my parents raised us. But just a lot of, lot of pain there and a lot of unforgiveness. So this brother, number three, lived three miles away from mom and dad. They had three children, so that would be my mom's grandchildren, three granddaughters, beautiful granddaughters. And they were not allowed to see them, talk to them, be with them for over 35 years. Can you imagine a mother's heart, a father's heart? Bone of her bones, flesh of her flesh. Total rejection. And my mom forgave. That's the Eucharist. That's why we need to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. That's why we're here. So that we can have faith, that we can be a friend and we can forgive. My friends, what does the Eucharist stand for for you? How has it changed you? How's it changed your faith? How's it changed your idea of friendship? What are you doing about forgiveness? What does the Eucharist stand for for you? And how's it calling you to make a new stand? My mom listened to the Good Shepherd. My mom listened to his voice. Listen. I'm here, humble yourself. You know, when we kneel at the consecration, we're saying, I am not Lord. I am not the center of this universe. I am not calling the shots. We're saying, you are Lord. Eucharist, you are the center. Show me your stand and give me the courage, brave shepherd, as a humble sheep to take a stand.